You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Sarah all about knowing our numbers and why this is so important in bookkeeping, accurate books, being the key to profit, growth, all of the things numbers related. So with that being said, Sarah, welcome into the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, thank you for joining me today. So before we dive in, can you tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do? Yep. So my name is Sarah Moser. I am a registered CPA in the state of Texas. Straight out of college, I you know, went into that traditional big four public accounting corporate world, and I very quickly realized that wasn't for me. And I kind of fell in love with small businesses. I came from a family of a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, so that really was just something I was really interested in. And I found that a lot of entrepreneurs are really missing the numbers piece, don't really understand it, get really overwhelmed by it. And so I got into this world of bookkeeping for small businesses, and it's just been an amazing journey so far. I love it. And how cool that you have such like an entrepreneurship background in your family, because that can be something we struggle with. I mean, for me, I come from a very like college degree, like, okay, this is what you're going to do, this, that, Mm -hmm. and the other. We work for someone else. We don't work for ourselves. So that's awesome that you had that background. And now you're helping other entrepreneurs you know, be more successful because that's really where a lot of it comes in is our numbers and knowing. So why are numbers important? Let's start with that. So I like to say that bookkeeping accounting is like the language of business. And if you don't understand it, you're going to have a hard time making decisions in your business. You're going to have a hard time when it comes to tax season, you could potentially end up paying more in taxes or not enough in taxes and neither of those are good things. So it truly is the backbone of your business. And it's so, so important to have a clear, accurate picture of what's going on financially. Yes. So, so important. So what, what numbers as a small business owner should we be tracking? So I always start with the profit and loss. So that is your total sales for the month. That's the top half of the profit and loss statement and then all of your expenses for the month, and then that gets you to your profit. A lot of times people tend to focus too much on sales, which is great. You have to start with sales, but that's only half the story, right? So you could even be making you know, 10K in sales a month, 100,000 in sales a month, but if your expenses are more than that, you're still at a loss. So you really need to focus on both halves of, the, of that equation to get really the full picture of what you're actually profiting. 
Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, a lot of those operating expenses, expenses, they can add up quickly. And I mean, how many times have you signed up for like a free trial of something? And then, (laughs) all right, it keeps getting billed every Mm -hmm. single month. You don't notice if you're not looking at it every month and then six months, a year go by and you're like, oh crap, I've been getting charged for this and I'm not even using it because I completely forgot about what it even was. So yeah, that's why it's so important to stay on top of it every single month. So you catch stuff like that before it gets too far along. Yes. So everybody talks about QuickBooks kind of being like the gold standard of tracking numbers and profit and loss and that sort of thing. Are there other options or is QuickBooks kind of like, no, you really should be using this? Yeah. So I like QuickBooks. Um, I have some clients using QuickBooks and it's a great option. I also really like Xero. Um, which is not quite as popular in the U.S., but it's gaining some popularity. So Zero is another option. But you don't even have to use an accounting software if you're just getting started. Like you can use an Excel sheet and that can do a lot of good for a while. Eventually, you probably will need something more robust like QuickBooks or Zero. But starting out, you can truly just use a spreadsheet and it'll probably be just good enough. Yeah. And that's, I think, a lot of us did that. That's what I did when I first started a business. You know, when you're still not gaining, you know, have generating a lot of revenue, but at the same time, you want to be tracking those numbers. You want to track those expenses because those are write-offs and that can yes. potentially save you a tax time, right? Yes, for sure. Yeah, that's a lot of, that's like a pretty big mis- misconception of like, oh, well, I'm not making any money, so I don't really need to, you know, keep track of anything, but you want to keep track of those expenses because like you said, that can be a write-off that can lower your tax liability when it comes time for taxes. So super, super important, even before you're making money, keep track of those expenses. Yes, and one that I I hear so often, women in my circle talking about is mileage. They forget to track their mileage and that's a huge write-off at the end of the year, right? And it doesn't seem like it because I'm trying to think of what the the mileage rate is this year because it's like it's always changing yeah. yeah it's like really small but if you're driving a lot it adds up so so quickly yes especially if you have like a service-based business but i mean even me i work out of my home but i do a lot of different networking events so i'm going mm-hmm. to conferences i'm going to different meetings we have a monthly meetup yeah. each month different events and you can write that off as long as it's something in your business, right? What's the rule around that? What so mileage it, are we able to deduct? Yeah, so it has to be related to business. So like you said, if you're going to a networking event, even if you're like going to the bank to do some banking for your business, that counts. But if you have like a physical location, say you have a storefront, driving from your house to your storefront, that doesn't count because that's considered like a typical commute, Uh, but anything outside of your typical commute, if you have a physical location, you could, you know, take that mileage. Right. And it adds up, like you said, so, so fast. Yeah. I mean, all those little trips, it's just, yeah, it does. So make sure you're tracking your numbers, even in a spreadsheet, because literally you can highlight and it'll add it up for you at the end of the year. So right there, I think that's a huge deduction that people are missing. What other, what are some other deductions that you see that your clients are missing on a, on a regular basis? So home office, home office deduction is another one. Um, and there's kind of a couple different methods that you can use to take that home office deduction. And that's more of a tax preparer question who can figure out which way is the best option for you. Um, there's a simplified method, which is just a flat rate times the square footage of your 
office area in your house, or there's the actual method, and there's some like nuance to which way is the best. Um, so definitely work with your tax repair on figuring out that. So that's a big one that people miss. Um, what else? I don't know. I feel like most often it's not that they're like missing things like mileage or they're just not keeping track of their books and say they might pay for something on their personal credit card, but it's a business expense and then they forget to add that back into their books. So that's another reason why it's a really, really important to have a dedicated business account or a dedicated business card and have everything running in and out of that account. Um, because if you put something on your personal card in January and then you get to, you know, the end of the year and you're trying to think back, you're probably not going to remember it. So that's why it's huge to have it all in one place and it makes it so much less likely that you'll forget something like that. Exactly. And I mean, especially as moms, I know I always have like a million things running through my mind. I'm not going to remember what was that dollar and 27 cent charge at Office Depot? Like, what did I get there? You know, what was happening around there? I know I printed something. Amazon, like, that could be personal, that could be business. Who knows? I'm not going to remember that a month from now. I don't even probably can remember that a week from now. So, exactly. All together, all in one place. Don't make your life. So, so much easier. Yes. And it that's the key as a mompreneur. Like, make your life easier. It does not have to be nearly as complicated yeah. as we're making it out to be. And there's so many banks that are so small business friendly. I know mine. I don't even pay a monthly fee up to, like, I once I hit a certain threshold in transactions, then I get charged a fee. But there's options out there. So don't stop yourself from getting a business bank account just because you're like, What's too much money? I can't afford that. No, there's options out there. You just have to do a little little legwork there, but it does make life so much easier. Now, I am a huge advocate of when I start working with a client, like I always tell them one of the, there are two people that you need to outsource like from day one. And one of them is a CPA. So why do you feel as though outsourcing to a CPA is necessary and not a negotiable thing as a business owner? Yeah, so I am a CPA, but I don't offer tax prep, which I think is what you're getting at when you say hire out a CPA. But even as a CPA myself, I don't do my own taxes because it's that complicated. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of nuance you can, I know a lot of people like love TurboTax and you can do it. And if you're really small and just starting out, it might work out, but there's so much that you don't know. Like tax laws are just so complicated. There's so much that you don't know. And these tax professionals, these CPAs, these enrolled agents, this is their job. This is what they do all year long. And it might cost you some money to have them do it, but you're going to get more than that back in what you save in taxes by having a professional do it. Absolutely. And even from a tax planning perspective too, you know, I'm always asking her, okay, where do I classify this? How do I do that? You know, and just from a tax standpoint, like, all right, do I need to be, you know, going from a sole proprietorship now to an LL or to a um, S corp? And I mean, there's just, it's so complicated. Like, and like, that's another thing is like, you can only do so much at year end. Like if you're right. only meeting with your tax repair or only talking to them in January, February, after the year is over, you can't do anything, yeah. right? So if you keep in touch with them all year long and, you know, you can kind of, you can kind of plan a little bit and, you know, if you need to like move some expenses from 
the upcoming year into this year to kind of save on some taxes and do things like that. Or like you're saying um, about like the structure of your business, the entity type and how that's going to affect your taxes. You can't do that at year end. Like it's too late by then. So it's always good to be in contact with your CPA all year long. So you're not, you know, stuck kind of at the end of the year when it's time for taxes. Right. Exactly. It's just better to be proactive versus reactive. You don't want to find yourself in the middle of an audit and trying to sift through mountains of receipts. Like, you know, it's, it's important to really know your numbers. And like you said, that lets you help, you know, make those decisions a lot easier. Like, okay, would it be better for me to buy that new computer for my business this tax year or next tax year? You know, it's, they can help you see again, those blind spots in your business. And that's where you grow by knowing your numbers. You actually see that objective data as to what's working, what's not, what's bringing in revenue, what's not bringing in revenue. Mm -hmm. And that way you can strategize. Yep. Yep. That's my favorite part of what I do is seeing the like transformation in the confidence of these women that I work with when they go from, okay, well, I know I'm making, you know, kind of this much in sales and I know I'm, you know, spending some money, but I don't really have like a clear picture. And then when they see it in black and white, they're like, wow, okay, this is exactly how I'm doing. Now I know that I can, you know, invest in this next thing, or I can take on a new team member or, Maybe this service that I'm spending a lot of time on, it's not really me- making me any money. So maybe I need to drop that so I can focus on something else that's more profitable. Just like that transformation in the confidence they have when you see it in black and white, it's just, it's amazing. Yes, it really is a transformation and it's empowering your clients with the confidence. So if you are listening to this conversation today, please start tracking your numbers, know your numbers, dive into it. Taxes aren't something that we should be scared of. Just know your numbers and work with a trusted professional and that right there, that will help you grow. This is an investment you need to be making. You need to have a CPA in your corner. You need to have someone that's preparing your taxes in your corner. So important. Sarah, this was a great conversation. So many nuggets of wisdom. Where can we learn more about you? So I hang out mostly on Instagram at Sarah Moser CPA. I love it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share all of your value with our listeners. Thank you so much. It was great being here. Yes. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.